0: Groovaholics, welcome to the Rochester Groovecast podcast, birthed by a love of music. We're all about culture. Don't forget to subscribe and remember the fee. If you gain value from this podcast, personally share it with a friend and explain your favorite part. Let's get groovy. Groovy.
1: Grooveholics, welcome to the Rochester Groovecast Podcast, your top source for live local regional music interviews and events from Rochester, New York, and the surrounding region. I am your host, Ben Albert, and I am just so grateful to chat with you today. This episode is a restream, yes, a long overdue restream. I was on Amanda Ashley's show, Afternoon Cocktail. Amanda Ashley, she's an amazing singer, songwriter, talk show host, and ultimately my subject on episode 84 of the Rochester Groovecast podcast. Check out episode 84 after this one. And on October 2nd, 2020, to be exact, I was the guest on her show, Afternoon Cocktail. Again, this is a massively overdue restream from her show. She had Bison Bone out of Denver, Colorado on the show music interview along with yours truly me. It's a great episode straight through. So listen to it all. But if you specifically want to check out my interview, it is in the show notes. I talk about previous guests on the show, the beauty of Rochester, and everything love for music. Thanks again, Amanda, for having me on Afternoon Cocktail. Thank you, listeners, for supporting local music. Here it is. Afternoon Cocktail, episode 56, facing the music in its entirety. Again, episode 56 in its entirety, facing the music. Enjoy. Amanda Ashley, take it away.
2: As our lives continue to reel out and we play our roles, the timeless soundtrack that music provides colors in our pages and preserves our moments most felt. Regularly, we face the music by bringing light to some pretty heavy topics on the show. Uh, Today, we'll be talking about the incredible connection and joy that music brings to each of our lives because, well... Although I may be a a tiny bit biased saying this, there truly is nothing else in this world like it. Boys, can I get an amen to that? Amen. 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 (laughs) That's right. So today uh, we welcome guest entrepreneur, Rochester, New York podcast host of the Rochester Groovecast, Mr. Ben Albert, and Denver, Colorado singer songwriter Courtney Whitehead of Bison Bone. I'm Amanda Ashley, and this is episode 56 Facing the Music. Welcome to Afternoon Cocktail. <laughs> introducing to you mr courtney whitehead of bison bone straight out of denver colorado this morning courtney how are you
3: i'm doing great I'm Glad hey. you're here.
2: yeah really nice to have you on our show and it's really been a, a pleasure getting to know you in the past like 14 hours if that yeah. so uh, what do you what are you gonna play for us
3: uh this is off uh our new record this came out last week it's called sad machine and it's the last song on the record
2: awesome take it away
3: Hey there, friend, it ain't that bad? It'll be better in the morning. I know about you, and you know about me too. Come uh-huh.
1: Something mm-hmm.
2: job thank Thank you you so much (laughs) yeah so tell us you just released your album was it last week september 25th was that last week yeah okay yeah so how's it feel
3: it feels good i mean it's weird to be putting out a record right now um with everything going on but the reception has been really good and uh it seems like people needed it and uh hopefully it inspired people and uh like I said, it's been, it's been really good to, to hear a lot of the, the feedback and messages and phone calls and, and, and everything I've gotten and, um, uh, the community here and, uh, lots of good things been, say, been said about it, you know, so we're, we're happy.
2: So, yeah. And it sounds great. Thank you for sharing it with me. Um, I, I feel honored to have had like a little preview. <laughs> um, sure. but yeah, it was, it sounds great. So you actually, I mean, how big is your band? It sounds like you have quite a few pieces
3: and we have a six piece band um, and there was uh, we had an extra player on the on the record on a few songs but it's mostly was the whole band in a room together live and we could still do that Uh, we started it um, October last year so it's been a lengthy process like everything has been uh, of late but uh, we finished it before um, COVID happened finished the tracking anyway but it was nice I got to collaborate with a lot of people during COVID that might not have had you know as as much work but just you know graphic design and mixing mastering vinyl um photos video a lot of that stuff so it was nice to like keep some keep giving some people some work
2: sure it's pretty lucky that you had that finished like completed beforehand because i feel like now if anything is like a great time to to take advantage of just pushing the media part of it you know and and just doing the promo, like, I mean, having even like a platform like this, you know, like where you're able to promote your shows virtually um, and all over the place is kind of a cool thing. Do you, have you been doing a lot of interviews like on this type of platform?
3: Well, all, I guess, different platforms, but you're right. This is a, this is a great one and a a fun one um, and a little bit different, but yeah, we've been, you know, blogs and magazines and um, print magazines and online magazines and, and radio and, and some of that stuff, you know, uh, just trying to do a combination of things. And really because we're not doing um, any touring, I didn't, we didn't hire a traditional publicist. So uh, all the help and, you know, things like this, that's just helping spread the word has been very, very huge for us. And we really appreciate it a lot. It's, it's not, there's, there's a lot of other things people could be doing right now, besides giving me a platform. So I appreciate it.
2: Oh, no. We appreciate your time and energy. Um, so, I mean, you worked with I, – I, I read that you worked with some producers for – some of the producers on your album actually produced um, the Fray's album, right? Was it two of them?
3: Uh, actually, the guys – two of the guys in the Fray. So one of the guys in the Fray produced oh, the wow. record and one of the guys mixed it. So their their drummer, Ben Wasaki – uh, produce the record with another one of our, our good buddies, uh, Mark Anderson. And then, uh, the guitar player for the fray at David Welsh, um, he, uh, he mixed it and he did a great job. Um, and so most of, you know, a lot of those guys are here in Denver, but, but David who did the mixing, he's living up in Ohio now, but that's, that's part of what I was talking about. Just, you know, being a part of the community and, you know, obviously the fray is a big part of the, the Denver community, but, um, we were friends, you know, before, and just wanted to work together. So it's been great.
2: I, are they from Colorado? I didn't. I they're, didn't realize yeah, that. they're
3: a Denver band. So okay. Again, I love the just, fray. They're great. Yeah. So yeah. again, it's just another example of like you know uh, being a part of. It's just relationship building. You know, that's the music industry, as you know, and, and doing this um, show and just still keeping everybody, you know, that's part of this community and wanting to work with those people. You know, I, I think that's really important,
2: you know? Oh, totally. And you know, what's funny um, about the phrase specifically for me, I, I think about like when I first moved to Rochester. So I, I came out here um, in twenty oh no, not 20, I don't know. 2007, I think. Yeah. 2007. I came out here and um, the phrase album was like that album and Fiona Apple's extraordinary machine kind of came out around the same time. And I that those two albums were like, that's what carried me through my first year in Rochester, <laughs> like trying to navigate everywhere I was going and, you know, just trying to build a life. So it, it's funny. I've actually seen them in concert at Darien Lake, which is a local venue to, to Ben and I and, uh, all our Rochester audience. But, uh, yeah. They're, they're a really great band. And, uh, I, I always think of them as like the beginning part of my journey, their music, music brings me back to that time. So it's, uh, it's kind of cool to have you on this show regarding the that full circle. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I, I think I've heard, you know, I think those guys have a lot of stories like that of, of, of fans that, you know, really kind of grew up with them. And, and also it makes sense. Cause they're those type of guys too. Like, you know, what you see is kind of, really genuine and it's what you get. And it, I think, again, it means a lot to them to be a part of this community and, um, you know, be be able to work with somebody that uh, hasn't really had necessarily the same exact experience as they have. And we also don't play the same type of music, you know, so them to just want to be a part of it and kind of put, you know, continue to grow and be a part of something that's not in their comfort zone, I think is important as well.
2: Sure. What is there an album like that for you? Like, is there like an album or an artist that just like every time you you play their track or their their album that it brings you back to a time that you're fond of or a, a memory?
3: Yeah, there's this uh, there's this band called Sun which is like a you know kind of the pioneers of the type of music I play. You know, alt country, Americana. Um, they had a record called Trace, and um, that was like you know my college years the same type of thing when I realized like oh I grew up where it was only like pop country radio pop radio and so once I got like to college and could start experiencing some of that it made me realize that I could do this like I just thought you were either like your Garth Brooks or bust, you know, or whatever, (laughs) you know, there was no in between. And then you realize like there's all types of levels and, and ways of doing this thing. And um, it really opened my eyes and it's still something I listen to a lot. And we've got to open for them, which was really weird to like meet them, you know, at your sound check, (laughs) you know? So again, the music industry has a lot of full like circle type situations. I think that's, again, it's just the relationship business. it's really the, the biggest thing that I take from it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It really is a connector in so many ways. It's crazy. So you're actually from Ohio. Oh, Oklahoma. I I apologize. So you said Oklahoma and then you moved, you said you had a little time in Dallas that you lived out there. So how do all the, the music's like, where did you find yourself musically? Was it before you left Oklahoma that you, you decided to pursue music
3: um yeah i was already i was playing music in oklahoma um and and even then inspired by a lot of the same stuff i'm inspired by now but uh a lot wider spectrum spectrum now i would say a lot of different things but still a lot of the same things um and just you know um i think that i really haven't to answer your question i think it's really been the last like I don't know year that year or two maybe that I'm really starting to like just even scratch the surfaces of what I feel like I am as an artist or who I am or the direction or the vision that I have or and maybe I had that before but just now starting to be able to execute it you know like we were talking about before it it takes some time it takes a long time to find your voice
2: yeah it really does I I still feel like I'm I'm just coming around to finding my my voice my voice came last for me like I I started. I mean, I always consider myself a piano player <laughs> or like guitar and a songwriter above like a vocalist. And yeah, it definitely you just as you evolve in in life, I, I feel like your voice kind of goes along with it, you know, and, and your musical tastes and, and just w- the direction your music carries in, you know, um, it's yeah, it's very interesting how long it does really actually take to find not only yourself, but then your, musically, like where where you're at, you know?
3: And I honestly don't know. There's, it's really hard to find yourself musically if you don't find yourself personally. Yeah. It's, you know, that's a hard, you know, some people are super talented and can do that and pull that off um, and kind of fake it till they make it type of thing. But um, I don't know that I would have been able to do that, you know? And I'm just, that's something I'm still like, putting a lot of work into and, and that's how you ultimately connect with your fans is by finding yourself, you know, and, and, uh, I think people can see through that.
2: Sure. Absolutely. I, I think for me, music has, is what helped me find myself. I, I think I realized there was just nothing else I wanted to do and nothing else that I felt like connected me in the ways that I, I needed to connect and, and, uh, it helped me see the world. It helped me meet amazing people. Like you guys, you know, like it, my partner in life, you know, it, it's just brought me so much. And um, I, it just like was a long realization, like a long road of, okay, well maybe uh, I'm not going to be a nine to five girl or I'm, I don't want a waitress. I, I, this is what I'm going to do, you know, and, and pursue it. Um, what about this album? Are you most proud to share?
3: Um, I think, well, we just hit on some of that there, but the, the band that played on it, I've, I've had them the lineup for about two years now and it it's a really it's a good group of people and that feels really nice and that's hard to come by too you know and uh, I think that really again it all goes back to relationships that's what I'm really proud of but they worked really hard on it um, and we you know we worked we collaborated quite a bit on it and, and this this record more than anything we've done in the past we we edited a lot. You know, it's a lot leaner. Cut a lot of fat on. Spend a lot of time on on hooks. And I think having you know those days in the studio with that group of people is something that you can that nobody can ever take away. And it's really important. And it may sound cheesy, and maybe it is, but um, I, I look especially now that what we're going through, I can look back on all that time really. Hmm fondly and and with a lot of nostalgia and appreciation and humbleness and and we're we have a you know we still talk often and still collaborate on songs and i think that's really gonna that time is going to set us up for whenever things get back to whatever you know they are whenever we can get back to playing again um we're going to be in a good spot and be able to do that really quickly when it's time to go and and i i think that that's a not everybody has that, you know. Not that support, not that band, you know, structure, and, and uh, that that means a lot to me.
2: Sure. I mean, what message do you ultimately wish to deliver to your mess uh, to your listeners and your audience?
3: I think uh, vul- vulnerability and appreciation can can take you a long way, and uh, that takes some work too, and it doesn't come easy, um, but. Uh, it helps you with so much, so many. You know, it's a good, it's a good way instead of just uh, putting bandages on things and like burying things. Like it really can set you up to go through all types of things, like the situations we're in right now. Um, and I put a lot of work into that previous to, to COVID, and I feel like that's helped me me cope with it a lot. And I, I think those are really important to me, and I, I think can be really helpful to people, no matter like there's a lot of really horrible stuff going on right now. And, and, uh, um, but I think it's going to, that appreciation and, uh, vulnerability can cause a lot of positive change in yourself oh, yeah. and the people around you.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And Courtney, I mean, I have to ask you, who are your influences? Cause I hear like, I hear a lot of Bruce Springsteen. I, I'm sure I'm not the first person to tell you that. Um, are you a big boss fan?
3: You know, uh, you're not the first person to tell me that, and especially of late. It's been, there's been a lot more of that. And there's things of his um, that I really dig a lot. You know, he just does such a wide spectrum of stuff. It's hard to say I'm inspired by all of it, but the stuff that I do like, I like a lot. His new record um, that's coming out, he's released a couple singles and it's, it's an E street band record. And I dig it a lot. And, you know, his Nebraska record, I liked a whole lot too. Um, so there's like, there's time periods that kind of equate with time periods of my life of him, you know, and, and Tom Petty's one too, like his wild yeah. but- record was a, was a big one for me. Um, so those on like more national pop style ones, but then, you know, it gets into more of like the Americana stuff with what, what they've been calling Americana for the last 10, 15, 20 years, you know, that's a pretty b- big umbrella, but yeah, anything kind of roots. You know, soul type stuff. The band is another one, you know, um is a huge one. Leave on Helm's is a a huge one. So stuff like that for sure.
2: Cool. I, I remember one night when Palladio was a thing. Um I was just watching Bruce Springsteen's concert came on. Yeah. And I, I was Oh my God, I miss it. M T V took it over good. and just like ruined it. <laughs> yeah, yeah and that was
3: before like Spotify was a thing. Yeah. So it was like a really I good think way. It,
2: I think Spotify was like pretty new at that point, but yeah, it was amazing, you know? And, um, I, through Bo, like Bo and I were just dating at the time and, um, like he would always watch it and had it on at his apartment. And I, one night caught like Bruce Springsteen. I was like, this guy's amazing. Like I never like credited seeing him perform, gave me a whole new appreciation for him. Like he has so much stamina on stage. I don't know if you've like actually sat through like one of his concerts, like yeah. on, yeah, like it's very impressive and he's such a, a great showman, you know, and I was really impressed. Yeah. Fun to watch. That's, the,
3: that's the thing. And he did that Broadway thing, you know, I don't know if you got to see mm-hmm. that. Um,
2: I didn't, but yeah, I bet it was great.
3: Yeah. And it was like just him, you know, and telling stories and then playing songs with guitar or piano. And, yeah, I think that music has kept him young, and he's a great storyteller. And he's just—he's not really—I wouldn't say—really, uh, really great at any one thing. He's kind of a, a jack of all trades, and I think that's what people relate to in him. Um, he's not super polished by any means, and—and and, uh, that's what I relate to about him. You know, he, he feels like all of the, the the things that get attached to him. You know, uh, you know, just you know, blue collar working class, you know, uh, type stuff. So heartland, you know, that, yeah, <laughs> that type stuff for sure.
2: Yeah. He's, he's cool. I, I just, I love to watch people perform that exude passion, you know, and it, it's not about, it's not about style, um, or what they're singing. It's just you, when you see somebody in their element doing something they truly love, like there's nothing more beautiful than that to me. And I see that in him. Like, I think he's, he's not just out for the ticket sales. He does a lot for Jersey where he's from, you know, like I think, um, I, yeah, I just respect him as a performer and as, um, an artist, you know, like I think, uh, yeah. I'm, and by no means am I really a huge Bruce Springsteen fan at all, <laughs> but like, I, it, it just goes back to that. Like, I, I think it's just, you know, like seeing the passion in somebody like that and, and the drive to continue and to do it just because they love it. Not because they're, they're just trying to make more and more money. You know, it's cool. Yeah. So let's yeah, go ahead. It. I'm sorry.
3: No, I was just going to put a period on what you said, but I agree a hundred percent.
2: Yeah. It's awesome. So can you tell us a little bit, it, this past year has been kind of a, a rough go. You you found out you had Lyme's disease and you didn't even yeah, know it.
3: I, I, I started dealing with some pretty rough health uh, problems about nine years ago. So it's been a long process of trying to figure out what it was. There was no telltale sign at the beginning. And it, it's a pretty common story. Mine is pretty linear and parallel with a lot of people that have uh, had Lyme disease, um, and finally found the right doctor, uh, about, a, a it's been about 20 months now and, uh, uh-huh. got d- diagnosed February of last year and just been really, uh, in the process of, of healing from that since then. And, uh, I'm doing a lot better and that's been, uh, you know, it's, it's been a process for sure, but, uh, we're getting there and we're really close to, to having it whooped, but, uh, it was not fun, and it, that's a lot of where I learned like the you know to be gracious and kind and, and uh, humble and vulnerable you know that that really wiped a lot of my perspectives out about myself and about the world and society and music and culture and and the like pride and ego went out of the window really quick with that.
2: Sure, I mean, how scary I mean so Lyme's disease is something that could be cured. Um, but I mean, how, how did it affect you? Like, in in what ways, um, did it affect your physicality?
3: First, it was a lot of physical symptoms, um, pain and like, uh, tingling and numbness and things like that within my, my extremities. But then when it got really bad, it was more mood stuff, uh, anxiety, depression, insomnia. And I, I'd never dealt with any of that before in my life, you know, and i perform and you know was uh like big into creative writing or get in front of class and, and do all of that stuff and never had any uh any ounce of anxiety but then once that hit it was really bad and really chronic because it affects your nervous system uh, you know it inflames your nervous system so your fight or flight's all out of whack everything's pretty much out of whack and and, and inflamed so it affected playing shows it affected touring it affected sleep and and uh um just being able to get out of bed. And that's when it gets really scary as when you are having trouble for figuring out what it is and you're not able to get out of bed. Um, there's a lot of fear and the, the unknown when it comes to the Western medicine and, and, and health issues and, and time and, and money, you know.
2: Sure. Well, I'm glad you're okay and that you're on the mend. And um, again, Courtney, congratulations on your new album. I hope it's uh, more success gets driven your way. And um, where can our audience find out more about Bison Bone and hear, and hear your new album?
3: Uh, it's on our website, bisonbone.com. Uh, so uh, uh, any of our new videos or new records on there, you can order on vinyl on there. Uh, Spotify um, has all our stuff on there. Um, Facebook, just Bison Bone Denver, uh, Instagram, Bison Bone Band uh, at Instagram. So any of those things. But uh, um, yeah, there's plenty, of, we've got plenty of info out there.
2: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being a guest and uh, really such a pleasure talking to you. you too, and um, you. we're going to we're going to bring Courtney back towards the end of our program to to play us out one more song. Uh, before I bring my friend Ben Albert over, I just would like to throw a shout out to today's show sponsors. This is our third season um, of Afternoon Cocktails. So if you guys are in need of any credit card assistance, accepting credit card payments, electronic merchant systems of Rochester, New York. Make sure you see the charge card, guys. Thank you to Compure Rochester and to Salvatore's Pizzeria for supporting our program as well. Make sure you get your Friday night pizza orders in with Salvatore's.
0: You're listening to the Rochester Groovecast podcast. Head over to Facebook, like Rochester Groovecast, and mark our page as C First to keep in touch with everything new. Now, back to the show.
2: Ben Albert, nice to see you again. How you doing?
1: Good to see you too, Amanda. I'm great. How are you?
2: I'm awesome. Dig in the background. It looks great.
1: It's brand new. <laughs> I'm giving it a shot.
2: It's good. I like it. Well, tell our audience a little bit about you and for those that are outside of Rochester, what you do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And first, I'm digging your background. I like the advertisements. That's cool how that's scrolling through. That was awesome. <laughs> And uh, Courtney, I I added your band to my playlist, so I got to check that out soon. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I have a podcast called Rochester Groovecast. I I do more than just the podcast, you know, I'll, I'll book shows, I'll do marketing for bands, but Rochester Groovecast podcast ultimately focuses on local music and culture from Rochester, New York, been expanding it. You know, I want to talk to everybody from Rochester. I've talked to council members. I've talked to artists, but the number one focus is musicians because it's something that I ultimately love. And, um, yeah, it's really humble to do that and and talk to so many like-minded brilliant people.
2: So Ben, are you, do you play music yourself?
1: Very poorly.
2: (laughs) So what is it about us wild animals that intrigues you so much here in Rochester?
1: <laughs> yeah, um, you know, and, and I love sports as well. I, I've always, I took one of those personality tests and oh, I forget the phrasing. I, I scored really high in appreciation for beauty and excellence And I was like, that makes sense because I loved loved sports when I was younger. I had a basketball jersey for every day of the week. And then I started getting into music as I got a little bit older. You know, the lights and the the people on stage and the big sound and seeing communities come together like it's it's like church ultimately when you're at a show and there's just something really beautiful about it. Uh, I really appreciate musicians and everything they do.
2: You know, I was saying to Courtney earlier before we uh, went live, you know, just telling him a little bit about our scene, you know, like we really have something truly special here, you know, and I'm I'm not from Rochester, I'm from Long Island, but, um, and it, it, they're two different worlds, you know, but what really has always had me continually impressed and what kept me here was... Um, just the fact that we have so many talented musicians and so many small venues that support us, you know, and and that embrace music, you know, um, and that it, it's really made our community something special. I mean, I know on your website, you 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 said like one of your part of your mission is to to kind of put Rochester on the mark, you know, like along with some of these other big nationally known cities like, uh, you know. Nashville, Austin, Colorado, you know, uh, Denver and Seattle, you know, um, I mean, what, what do you find yourself most inspired by within our scene?
1: Yeah. And first I want to give you another amen, like from before, um, you're spot on uh-huh. the music here is great. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm very inspired by the scene. Uh, I think Rochester is a couple hundred thousand. It's not a big city, um, but for the quantity of people, or if you look ultimately just at downtown Rochester, the amount of incredible musicians with niche genres, niche styles, speaking their truth, ultimately playing all kinds of genres of music, all kinds of people—it's it, really incredible. And it, it's not at the scale of a Nashville, Tennessee, or or any of those niche cities that have blown up into huge music communities. But I really think that the opportunities there and I think that the talents there, it's one of those gems that, that I always appreciate being a part of.
2: I, in all the traveling I've done, I am always, I come back with more appreciation to our city, you know, because I, I think I always expect the talent in Nashville or New York city or any place that a bigger city, LA you know, to really far surpass what we have here. And a lot of the times I'm like, no, we ride right up with these guys. I know Nate coffee and some of those people coming out of those jams, you know, or like Chris English, like some of the, the staples, Danielle Ponder, you know, like there's some real talent in the city that we just are bumping elbows with all the time, you know, and they're just as talented or even more, you know, and we, we take that for granted, I think. You know, if anything, COVID has brought, I think, some appreciation to our music scene. I think people really miss it. Do you feel that?
1: Yeah, I, I miss it a lot. And you're right yeah. about so many different musicians. I went to... uh an open mic in New York City in like winter on a Tuesday once and was incredibly impressed it was like going to a live show and then i almost feel like we we can swing the bat at them we can you know fight with the best of us like so what you're saying with Chris English and Herb Hines and coffee and everyone yeah and um yeah covid has made things odd because you know I, and i i'm not going to take this the the political side but our city's going through a lot of things right now and not having that outlet to be able to go see live music and have that healing it's it's frustrating i think we're all feeling it right now for sure
2: yeah absolutely i mean and you really do have such a vast variety of artists on your show i mean what common chord do you find most of the most of your past guests to strike
1: yeah um i guess uh i mean simply put they wouldn't come on the show if they they didn't love music and love what they do so they all have a passion for music they all have a passion for playing and business and you know people express that passion differently uh you know i i look at different guests like Zahia. you just had her on the show she mm-hmm. talked a lot about loving collaborations with other local Rochester musicians. And like uh, Tegan Ward talked a lot about um, loving paying tribute to idols like Stevie Nicks, Fleetwood Mac. And then we've got, um, you know, people like Eli Flynn, who just joined Giant Panda Girl Dub Squad about a year ago, which was a nationally touring band. And he had the option, the opportunity to step into that role and uh, just throw one more person out because I got all these people on my mind. Uh, Marco <laughs> Cirigliano, Marco the Italian drummer, you know, Crazy Chops plays drums with just about anyone he can sit in with. And he talked about grinding and staying positive and leveling up every day. So every one of these musicians has something to offer and a different thing that ultimately lights them up. But they all just love doing it and they all love the connection and ultimately you're you're signing into a a business that isn't gonna pay you quite as much as a lot of other roles. So I think it takes it takes a lot of love and I, I think that's one one chord that everybody strikes.
2: Yeah, the payback is not um monetary it's not it's not in those dollar bills as much as it is like in our our heart and soul, you know. Um ultimately, I mean, what what do you wish to achieve with your podcast and and in general, like what future goals do you have for Rochester Groove and and any new business ventures?
1: Yeah, yeah. To be honest, I don't know what I'm trying to achieve. It changes every day. You know, it it all started with I love podcasts, I love music, I love Rochester. I probably heard about fifteen times to find your niche, so I just took the three and then brought it into a podcast. So there wasn't even like a mission statement or a goal. It was just like let's do something fun. Um, nowadays, if I'm talking about what I want to achieve, I I think it's more just showing appreciation and gratitude for our musicians and our city and giving like a, a light in the darkness given with the the COVID situation and everything going on. Ultimately, I just uh, want to achieve the opportunity to uh, help people smile. I mean, running my show often is the the best part of my day. So ultimately, if I'm trying to achieve something, it would just be to you know, be be a be a light. You know, be a rainbow in this world, or whatever cheesy statements come into mind right now. Uh, <laughs> in terms of in terms of the future, you know, I I love connecting with people and connecting people. And you know, Rochester Groovecast was built on a niche. Let's talk about Rochester, New York music. That is ultimately. Why I've decided to expand the show, I haven't decided if I want to make it a completely separate show or make it be a part of it, but it's called Rochester Business Connections where I'm ultimately Rochester Groovecast is like an hour or 2 hours long this is going to be like 15 minute commute podcast where I talk to thought leaders business owners entrepreneurs uh, in the Rochester and uh, Rochester community and ultimately connect them with other businesses Um, And really start getting everything local and connecting everybody to other owners that are nearby. So I'm really excited for that. Uh, Probably going to release it within the next month. And I haven't really told anyone about it. So I'm happy to let you guys know here live.
2: Pretty cool. Thanks for sharing that with us. I mean, do you ever fear that um, you're going to run out of people? (laughs)
0: Because <laughs> like, um, Rochester
2: is not that huge and you post and and I mean you're doing your podcast pretty frequently. I mean, you've done 94 episodes, right? Yeah. So, I mean, do you ever fear that you just might cap at some point?
1: No, not not at all. If anything, it's I've gotten to a point where I've gotten really excited and happy to ask for recommendations um because yeah. People always give me two, three musicians. I, I look at a lot of bands that have seven, eight members, and every one of the members of that band has something to say and a voice to be heard. So there's there's probably hundreds of, tho- hundreds of thousands, but thousands of musicians in Rochester. So we'll talk about cancellation in 20 years or something. <laughs>
2: Sure. Well, I, I mean, and I'm sorry, I'm so bad, but I will get you some recommendations. I have plenty, um, from this show, especially. So, um, eventually that list will come. I promise. Um, Appreciate then it. so, yeah. so music and song has a way of capturing a moment in time, unlike anything else, right? I mean, which albums artists have had the greatest impact on you or that triggers a fond memory from your past?
1: Yeah. Um, I want to talk about a memory, but I do want to throw out The Beatles Love compilation it is one of the most amazing compilations of Beatles tunes I've ever heard. The way that the songs just drift into one another, it's amazing. So if anyone likes The Beatles, um loves The Beatles, you need to check out Beatles Love. It's a perfect way to catch everything all at once. Um amazing just catalog of music all in all in one 2 disc set. But uh the one moment that I'd say inspired Rochester Groovecast and inspired like my love of music, and I hit a point where I was going to shows four or five times a week, going to music festivals two, three times a month during the season. And it all started at Grassroots Festival of Music and Dance, Grassroots Festival in Ithaca, New York, um, a band, Donna the Buffalo, hosts this festival and brings in all kinds of regional music. And the message of the festival, like the whole mission statement behind the music, is all about bringing people together. It's all about spreading love. It's all about this is like our vacation, but let's take our vacation and bring it home. Um, I, I think about a, a Donna song. A great example would be Positive Friction. Um, It goes positive friction under the upper crust. What does all this Hollywood really have to do with a really have to do with us? True grit, timeless love. There's no reason to pretend let's get together and become natural once again. And it just speaks of grassroots. So I, I talk about grassroots all the time. I mean, the next part is there's a family growing. I've seen it with my own two eyes and, Just the way that music can bring people together, bands can form community, and knowing that we can take that community and take that love and experience and bring it home to our family and bring it to work and, you know, bring it, bring it to anyone we meet on the street. You know, it it all starts with music in a way that it connects people. I think I answered your question, right?
2: <laughs> no, you definitely did. I think that was a great answer. I've actually seen down in the Buffalo in college when I was in Fredonia oh, um, yeah. many moons ago, but <laughs> yeah, they've been around a long time. A very good band. Are awesome. they still touring around? Do you know?
1: yeah, um, grassroots is right around thirty years. um, so uh-huh. they started the festival, and they uh, yeah, so they've been around 30, 40 years, I imagine
2: that's wild, crazy. So what do you, do you have any big plans for your hundredth episode? That's like a, that's a huge accomplishment. You got to feel pretty good about creeping up to that.
1: Yeah. Um, I've actually been dreading it a little bit because it's such an epic thing. It's it's like planning a wedding or something, um, but but not really. I really think I, I just want to show a lot of gratitude. I, I'll probably take the episode and do a, you know, monologue style and just you know, provide appreciation and gratitude for all the musicians, all the people that brought the show together, all the people that brought me here and probably go through some of the episodes and put together some clips, some nuggets, some favorite parts to, to ultimately highlight, you know, some of the best parts from the show, but there's no, there's no way to do it justice, you know, that's, a hundred's a big number you're you're gonna be there soon you're rocking and rolling you'll be there very soon
2: well you know it's funny like I I can't believe we're at episode 56 yeah. Um, but yeah I can't I can't wait to see what our hundredth episode is gonna be like because I was saying to Courtney like I feel like I'm just gaining my bearings like with you know once I hit 50 I was like okay like I think I know what I'm doing now <laughs> but still you know we we have minor technical glitches, you know, like there's still a lot of kinks that we're like working out on the daily, you know, and, um, trying to perfect things, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's a crazy ride. It's fun though. You you obviously love what you do and you're, you're very good at it. Um, I think your personality suits the podcast format for sure.
1: I appreciate it. I, I wanted to ask you, did you do anything for 50?
2: Um, no, I, I mean, nothing, Actually, 50 was the kickoff for the season, third awesome. season. So, I mean, if that counts for anything, yeah. we, we had a new background. We have leaves and <laughs> yeah, a new theme song. But like, yeah, it was just kind of uh, 50 was like our fresh start for the, the new season. And it was a, a nice way to, to do it for sure. So, Ben, where so when and where can our audience tune into your podcast and where else could they find it if they can't catch you live?
1: Yeah, totally. Um, So RochesterGrooveCast.com, you'll find everything there. You can listen. SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you get podcasts, you can get that anytime. We record it live every Wednesday at approximately 7.30. Sometimes that changes, but Wednesdays at 7.30. The audio comes out Mondays. So a lot of people listen on commutes, they listen at the gym. I, I'm more of a listener than a watcher yeah. when it comes to podcasts, but I love having people come and be be a part of the live recording. That's Wednesdays at 7:30. Um and again check out rochestergroovecast.com. Type it in Facebook or uh, follow me on Instagram, real ben albert and yeah, we'll be friends.
2: And Ben, thank you so much for for doing what you do, you know, and for supporting our our music community here and for trying to put it on the mark. I think eventually we will get there and um, you're so dedicated and passionate and it shows and you're a really, really good soul. I'm happy to know you. So thank you for being on our show and um, good luck. I can't wait to see what 100, number 100 brings.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> thank you, thank you. And one last thing, I forget the number, but Amanda was on my show if you want to dive deep, we kind of stripped away layers and chatted. You you were amazing, an amazing guest and uh, I had a fun long dialogue with you if you guys want to check that out. Check out Amanda Ashley too on the podcast. Or are we going we're going to get to hear Courtney play some more, right?
2: Yeah, Courtney, are you ready to rock us out one more? I'm ready. Let's do it. What do you got?
3: This one is uh, another one off the new record, and it's called uh, Bad Luck. <laughs>
2: thank you to Bison and Mr. Courtney Whitehead make sure you check out his brand new album it's on Spotify and on all Apple Music and all downloadable I don't know on all resources where (laughs) you thank you (laughs) thank you very much so and thank you again to Ben Albert it's such a I, I really appreciate you very much and make sure you guys like Rochester Groovecast on Facebook Instagram find the real Ben Albert on Instagram as well so here's my piece on music. It's my favorite topic, obviously, because it's, it's closest to my heart. I mean, music is a universal feature of our human experience. Song is spiritually present in our places of worship, in protest, in our schools, in our homes, in our favorite movies and productions, in our travels. It's what motivates us in the gym. It's what gets us in the mood or amps up our excitement. It's how we celebrate. It's how we grieve. It's how we express. The list goes on. Imagine our world on mute for just a moment and what an entirely different place we'd be living in. What other thing in the world could you think of that has the incredible ability to vividly bring us back to a memory or that captures our sense of culture and evolution or even a historical movement? What else possesses the power to break down barriers and to bring us common ground, and and that can soothe our pain. There is a reason why it gathers us, why we play it, why we teach it, preach it, crave it, and even miss it. However you express music, or music helps you to express, may you benefit from the joy it brings forth to your mind, soul, and spirit. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Thank you so much for tuning in to Afternoon Cocktail Afternoon Cocktail is now available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, all those good places that Ben had, had mentioned. Um, make sure you catch up on our first 27 episodes, and we'll be getting more up there in the meantime. And thank you again to Mr. Boya Productions. Couldn't do this without him. And uh, shout-out to James Farley of Northwestern Mutual and Maiden in Voyage Studios. Again, thank you to Compere Rochester's Salvatore's Pizzeria and Electronic Margin Systems. I will see you guys back here Monday. Have a great Friday. Mwah.
0: listening to the Rochester Groovecast podcast, don't forget to subscribe and remember the fee. Share this with a friend and tell them exactly why they should listen. And don't forget to keep it groovy, baby.